Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Welcome back, all you hookers and slices out there, to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast presented by 4Champ. I am one of your hosts, Stay and Play Clay, and with me, as always, is Nick the Stick, who's uh, got a little bit of a lower body injury going on right now, but uh, he's dealing with it. <laughs> I've been you know, better, but... You, you know what makes it feel better? Popcorn? Th- them bucks. Oh, man, that was beautiful. That was That was just great. That's... We're going to have to do another show just on that. Um, I, I'll tell you what. There's two uh, two Wisconsin kids here. and Well, one purebred and another... Uh, one transplant. Transplant, but you're Wisconsin enough nowadays. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty cool to finally see a, a championship. That was fun. The Wisconsin heartbreak is over. We did it. We, we did something we to the, did the best. <laughs> no more heartbreak. So yeah, that was fun last night. So, yeah, Giannis, Giannis is pretty insane. At least, at least on the basketball court, there is yeah. video of him at a Top Golf, and uh, <laughs> let's just say he makes Charles Barkley's old swing look pure. Yeah, let's just put it that way. Well, that's good because if he did that well, I would just you know <laughs> I would I would give up. You know, he he can't be that perfect at everything. Just a six. What, what I don't know how tall he is. Six foot seven. Six eleven. Six eleven. A six foot eleven golfer who can just peer the ball like a an enlarged Tony Finau, basically. Yeah. That'd be insane. Wouldn't even be fair. <laughs> that would be insane. Yeah. Yeah, it would be a. Uh, wouldn't even be fair. Probably just he. He'd be a bomber. I mean, yeah. If he, if he could hit it, that's a that's a long lever. It is. But well, well that's that's for another show. We got British <laughs> Open stuff to talk about. That's Our true. Pick. That's true. The final major of the year, well, final professional major of the year, excuse me, uh, was this past weekend the British Open, otherwise known as the Open nowadays. Um, Another another fifty four hole miss from Ustazen. Yep. Yeah, I wonder how he's feeling about some of these, or if he just doesn't care. I don't know. I don't like. He's got to be used to it by now. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he has a good life, and oh yeah, I mean, he's he's, he's fine. Won. He's doing fine. <laughs> he's won a couple majors, so I mean, you can't say he can't do it. He has won the Open, so it's yeah. not like, you know. And he's only 38, so he's still in his kind of golfing prime. But, yeah, he's yeah. just... Mickelson won a major this year at the ripe old age of 50. Yeah, Ustazen has plenty of time. So it can be done. And his swing, I think I think that's one that's going to hold up. Yeah, I don't know. He just couldn't birdie like the rest of them. I mean, the course was playing pretty easy all week, including Saturday, Sunday. Lowest final round average score in British Open history. 
69.6 or something. Yeah, just not a not a whole lot of uh, you know your typical British Open weather. Pretty, yeah, those courses, much blue skies and sunny all. Yeah, they all depend weekend. on wind as some of their defense. And when there's no wind and sunny and 80 degrees, their warmest day of the year, there's no defense. Guys can just obviously just knock it wherever they want. I mean, maybe they make a bad swing and put it in a bunker, but I mean. And I mean, obviously, Colin, you know, put it into the 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 native fescue shit that one time, but made an amazing up and down. He made some putts, but like pretty much a lot of people were under par. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, it brings us back to you know, Aaron Hills a little bit. How that course got taken advantage of because it's it's a very similar, you know, it's a linksy course. You know, here in Wisconsin, that is built for having its defense be the wind, and the wind just never showed up back in 2017 for the U.S. Open, and you see, saw it again. You know, this weekend with with the Open, although it, you know it's it's very rare. It seems like that you ever see that for the Open. It's there's always yeah. like usually one day at least that's just unreal, or at least. Or at least like for half of the round, right? Like maybe the morning group gets lucky, but then the afternoon groups just get pummeled with some sort of storm <laughs> yeah. that rolls in, you know. And there was, I mean, Thursday, I think it was Thursday, you know, had a little bit of wind. Um, you know, the early days had a little bit of wind, but nothing like, nothing crazy. Nothing nothing that, you know, made guys have to club up or club down like a couple of, you know, a couple of clubs. You know, really have to try and figure out what what this wind is doing to the golf ball in the air, and you know, putting them in in some really really bad spots because of it. Yeah, just kind of seemed like a pitch and putt. I mean, yeah, if they if they were if they found themselves in bad spots, it, it was it was just their own wrongdoing. Just yeah, and the greens were rolling pure, but they were only rolling at like a ten, like not lightning quick and yeah they got a lot of rain coming into that week too yeah or coming into the tournament so yeah it wasn't wasn't very fast it wasn't very firm and balls were holding pretty pretty well yeah yeah i didn't even look that hard you and i totally <laughs> you and i totally could have broken 100 uh maybe <laughs> you you might have I probably I probably would have put it into at some point I would have put it into a pot bunker and it would have taken me like ten shots to get out. Yeah. <laughs> and I would I, mean, I would have scored one oh one because of that. Because <laughs> your caddy wouldn't have told you to go backwards. It it would be like embedded into the face or something, or it'd be like up again. I couldn't like swing backwards. It just it wouldn't work. Yeah. And then, like, I would hit it, and then my club would, like, break in half from the, the wall of, of sod <laughs> they used to face the bunker. Yeah. I would have hit that uh, that bunker cam that they had on, what was it, oh, yeah. 16 or something? Was it was it 16 or 15? Which one is the par 3 there? It's 15, maybe. Yeah. Sounds uh, right. The bunker cam. I would have hit it, and they would have been like, yeah, you got to pay for that. Now and and I'd be like, well, I, I don't have the money. I don't have that kind of money. 
And then they would, uh, ass- then they see, would assess have, me like 20 stroke penalty for that. So. I have a checking account and I have a savings account. And the problem is all my money is over here in the savings account. And it's going to take a little while for me to transfer. Like three so, days transfer like, from a savings to my checking. I'm going to have to write you an IOU for now. <laughs> so, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, still, you know, it's still a major. It's still the, the open. It's, you know, it's. You want to watch it? It's it's uh, last major we're having for for a while. We had a we had a long stretch of time here. You know, yeah. basically this past year, essentially, with the U.S. Open being moved, you know, or the PGA and the U.S. Open kind of being moved to, you know, kind of late summer, early fall, or you know, fall time last year. You know, we've had, within the last year, we've had a crap ton of majors. You know, the Masters was in November, and then you had the Masters again in April, and then yeah. we've had the PGA Championship in the U.S. We got Open, spoiled. Finally, the Open. And so we had, you know, a crap ton of majors in this past, you know, 365 days, or, or you know, definitely less than 365 days. And uh, now we won't have a major again until until April. <laughs> of 2022 with with the master so long away <laughs> so far which, which by the way i did get the email telling me that uh, uh my admission my uh ticket uh lottery ticket uh has been rejected so i won't be going to the masters next year unless someone else invites me anyone out there i know i didn't get mine either. <laughs> yeah i got mine the other day i was gonna ask you about that but yeah i got rejected too yeah. so and then two of my two of my other golfing friends they both got rejected so yeah not a, not a good year <laughs> i wonder how many people submit well they and they they still had uh i think they still had tickets or people who won in like 2020 you know that didn't get to go this past year in 2021 because of the limited patrons so i think they're honoring those so i don't know how many additional ones you know they picked in in this lottery to fill it out right uh yeah so but uh you know there's always next year there's always next year yeah i don't know i'm just getting sick of this like (laughs) it's stupid like i just want to go like i mean i mean you can still buy tickets You, you can get them secondhand it's yeah. just a lot more expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, part of me wants to just go down there and say, fuck it, and just try. <laughs> Find a scalper or something. Yeah. I mean, well, because I want to take my dad, and he's yeah. getting older. Yeah. I want to take him while he still has most of his marbles. Yeah, I mean, one thing one thing you can try to do if you do go down there uh, is, like, go down there for... You know, I I would say if you're going down there for the first time, practice days are, are where it's at. But um, but like on those practice days, if if you you know go, you know there's gonna be people probably leaving around you know noonish. You know, there's gonna that's be what people, I thought. Right, you could probably like you know buy it from them or something or 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 whatever and. Use their tickets. Is it, it, is it tied to their uh, driver's license, or are people allowed to like go out to their car and come back in? 
I don't think that's allowed in any major or sporting event. Once you leave, you're done. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I I didn't do it. I would have to look. I would have to look at my ticket information from 2019. And for some reason, I thought it was tied to your driver's license. Like, it just could be. Of, yeah. I, I can't remember if they check driver's license when you. Well, because but here's the thing. Like I so when I went, I had I got four tickets, and you know so. But they didn't know who you invited. Well, so yeah, so like. I may have had to show my driver's license, and and honestly, I, I do not remember because when we were talking about this before we started recording here, but my memory is absolute shit. Um, but like I could have done my you know driver's license, but you know they the tickets that I gave to them aren't associated with their driver's license; they're associated with mine, right? So yeah, it's like they're not checking theirs. So I don't know. I don't know how it works. I feel like people have done it before, but I, I don't know. Because um, you don't have to show your. I don't. I don't think you had to show your ticket to actually get into the parking lot and like park there. And there's like, you know, getting from the parking lot to the place or the you know the ticket, win not window but the the ticket area where you cross the. You know, onto the grounds. Yeah, onto the grounds. Onto the I mean, there's like a long walkway that you can walk. So there's like places to just hang out or whatever, and yeah. for people to come out. So like you could park there, you know, at some point, and you don't have to park there super early. You can you can come in late and park. Yeah. No, it's just hard for me to believe that there wouldn't be people like every event I've ever been to. There's scalpers, and yeah, oh, there, no, there's definitely scalpers. But I'm saying in terms of like, I feel like I've heard this story before of, of people, um, you know, people like maybe older folks who just they can't last an entire day there. So they, you know, they go in the morning and then they they leave, you know, in the afternoon and they give their tickets or sell their tickets to to somebody waiting and they use them to get in for the afternoon or something. But yeah, I, yeah I, I'm not entirely sure don't don't quote me on this but i feel like i've heard that being done before oh i'm recording this this is i mean i'm technically recording this <laughs> so yeah well we'll figure it out but i mean at some point i think it'd just be worth it to go try like i mean you, you just roll the dice and again i just want to do it there's while. definitely scalpers it's just um they're not like they're not gonna be on the grounds like selling the tickets, they'll be outside the grounds. Yeah, because they'll get in trouble on the grounds. Yeah, um, but somewhere that you can buy a ticket. I mean, and once you're down there again, it's just kind of. I just want to get it done and like again take my dad and then you know and then keep trying for the lottery in future years. But I just want to. I just want to go and see this damn course. <laughs> well, I mean, you should. Um, there are like places like um, where you can buy like packages like ticket packages and stuff like that um like like travel agencies or whatever that have kind of like ticket packages set up where like you get tickets to a certain practice round and there's like a they have a tent or something for you know for their customers or something that you can hang out into and stuff so like that so you're just paying a premium cuz then they'll and then they'll... I, I mean it's 
I don't know if it's that much of a premium though. But even no. if it is, like it is Augusta, and you're going yeah, to yeah. Then you get right, then you, you know? get a special area to go yeah. eat, and you get you know you get your tickets, and then you got they'll figure out you know where you're gonna stay, and it'll be all taken care of. Right. I mean, like, and you're gonna pay for it. Yeah, but like, if it's something you know you really want to do, and, and you're guaranteed. Hey. Yeah. Shit, right. I mean, you got to pay to play. I mean, well, my buddy just went to the game last night at the Bucks game and paid $1,100 yeah. for the second level. Yeah, I was looking at that. I'm like, I'm not going. I would have gone down to the Deer District and just I, I thought about it. I really did. But I was like, I don't want to deal with that crowd. Yeah, it's, no. 65000 of it would have been, fu- like, fun for a little bit. And then, like, yeah. I don't know. Well, here's the thing. Like, you know, I used to work, like, right downtown there, close there, and I had a parking spot in a lot, you know, close there. Like, if I hadn't hadn't have changed jobs, like, two months ago and, like, no longer – I don't have that parking spot anymore. But if I still did, if I was still working there, I probably would have gone down to – Huh? They didn't keep your parking spot for you? I – it's it wasn't associated with work. It was, like, I – I got it from the parking lot, you know. Oh, you bought it your own. Yeah. But I, I closed it because I wasn't using it anymore. Yeah. But if I was still had that parking space or in that parking lot, I probably I might have gone down. Because yeah. it would have just been a convenient, you know, I have a pass to park here. And, you know, instead yeah. of trying to find or pay premium for yeah. you know, a parking spot or whatever. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, I just, it was, ni- it was nice watching it from the, you know yeah comfort of your home yeah. yeah for sure yeah we watched it uh uh outside on a projector on the side of my brother-in-law's house nice um but yeah anywho i Did mean you watch the open like that no no <laughs> i watched thursday friday uh, a little bit on the computer just in the mornings second second monitor while we're yeah, second monitor exactly, <laughs> and then yeah, Saturday just a little on TV because yeah, I finally got cable. They gave me free cable. For free cable months. for a few months. For a three few months. months. <laughs> so close to a month. Three months, close. Oh, three months, okay. Yeah, right. ninety days. So I'm trying it out, but yeah, that, and then so I got to watch the actual on TV big on the big screen on Saturday Sunday. I noticed. So, I noticed. Uh, speaking of cable, I, I noticed HBO Max has Tin Cup on there now. Uh, so like, I I don't even need the Golf Channel anymore, and their reruns. <laughs> wow! I actually watched wow. it. I actually watched it the other day. It was. Uh, it's everything I remembered. Yeah. No. Great movie. Nice. I'll have to check that out. I still, um, but yeah, I'm pretty happy that I have the golf channel now for a few months. So it's good background. Good background. Yeah. TV for sure. Yeah. No, but the, the British Open was good. I mean, I'm, I was, I wish I would have picked Morikawa. I mean, I'm happy. I, I like seeing the fact that it was an old school player, that he's not a bomber. He's, you know, right. he's, he's a tactician. He, he hits a lot of greens great iron player like i like that kind of old school you don't have to overpower the course yeah it was absolutely fantastic all tournament um 
I mean, I, he he had to be because because you know Jordan was chasing him down on Sunday. Jordan was good right to see there Jordan back in the mix. Yeah, Jordan was right there, and I mean, yeah, it, Kyle Morikawa had to win with a pretty darn good score too. It's not like you know, yeah, par, both pars were not winning it, <laughs> right? No, that's why I think Louis played too conservative. Yeah, he, he got in trouble on the one hole, but I just don't think. I mean, the, these majors, you can't play defensively. You got to go out and. I mean, well, not with the conditions that they had. Correct. If it was if it was windy and rainy and like you know, open type of weather, then yeah, yeah it's a different. Well, story. yeah, that's not that. when, it's, <laughs> when it's gettable, you got to go get it. Yeah, there's two good of players out there. Somebody's yeah. somebody's getting hot, and somebody's gonna gonna chase yeah but yeah Kama Morikawa is second major in his young career so you know only been a pro for like two years now he's won a major in each each year at the PGA Championship and the uh, now the the Open the Claret Jug champion golfer of the year Major Kawa it's pretty incredible Major Kawa um, yeah, he he just had a great added temperament. It's just so cool seeing. He's so young, but he's just so focused. And yeah, and, and I mean, but we but we've seen this with with basically this young generation of golfers, you know, that have come up, you know, kind of starting with the the Jordan Spieth era, or you know group of players you know all the way until you know now it's like you got these young guys coming up who you know obviously they're they're part of the you know idolized idolized tiger when they were younger type of generation um but they're like they're going through the college you know system and they're like they're they're built for it they're built for big moments that like nothing phases them they're technically they're they're sound like you know, we're growing up in a, you know, they're growing up in a generation or a timeline, you know, where there's a lot of technology so they can utilize this technology that has completely like revolutionized how we see, you know, the golf swing or see the game, you know, in terms of, you know, on all the numbers you get from, from simulators and, and launch monitors and how the ball reacts in there. I mean, like, you know, that just wasn't a thing, you know, back 20 years ago like you just it, it just wasn't something that you really paid a whole lot of attention to yeah. like it's or at least at least not like outside of like a R&D development lab right yeah yeah no the, the players are better than they used to be uh, I mean, it'll be interesting. Like, I mean, now that once he's, I mean, it'll just be interesting to see how he handles the pressure because with winning becomes pressure. And like, you know, and, and definitely like we saw with Jordan Spieth and like, and then, you know, he was expected to win. He did so well. And then he just fell off. Like who knows if it was because of that masters or it just, you know, he, he kind of descended from the, the, peak of golf for a few years and now it feels like he's back a little bit but yeah he's coming it's, back it's hard to stay on top of the mountain forever oh, yeah absolutely there's so many good players uh 
so many good golfers out there and on the tour. Um, but like Jordan had nothing to do with how other good golfers were. He just no, and he kind of fell apart on hole twelve or yeah. the last round of the Masters, and then. I don't know. I think that left some damage. Oh, like for sure. Absolutely. Like hurt, hurt his confidence. And then like for a few years and then, but then the pressure got removed and he just kind of like, you know, I mean, probably enjoyed some of his money and he was just kind of going through the motions and he's trying, but things weren't working, but yeah. And I think, I think, um, I think what also helps is, you know, a lot of these guys, a lot of these players are, are friends with each other too right so like even if say jordan's not playing well or he's you know struggling like he was you know jt was playing well or, you know some of the other guys were playing well and winning tournaments and and jordan got to kind of celebrate with them or whatever and and they're all kind of supportive of each other you know even yeah, if they, have, struggles, a, they right? have a support group for right. each other. Well, it's not just like behind the scenes support group. Like everyone's <laughs> kind of had that basically throughout time, but like a lot of these players are are a lot I feel like like they're they're pretty pretty good friends with each other. At least there's there's a group of them. So like they'll share each other's accomplishments with each other essentially. Yeah, they kind of, yeah, they've grown up even, yeah, seeing each other in big major tournaments. Yeah, playing um, playing youth tournaments against each other, so they've known them for a long time and, you know, played against them in college or something and, you know, and, you know enter the PGA Tour at the same time. And so it's just, you know, it, I think that also helps. Um, yeah. But yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see you know what happens when Colin maybe hits like some serious adversity, or or like when he gets to the point where he plateaus, kind of like because Jordan Spieth was saying that like up until you know the time where he started struggling, you know a couple years back, like uh, you know pretty much his entire life he was like basically improving every single day you know at the game of golf you know even up until you know while he was winning major you know the masters and and the open and the u.s open like even through them but then at some point like he just he just hit a plateau or hit a wall and just it's like i'm not improving anymore and, and he kind of started going downhill and and that's where kind of struggles happen so like what happens when you know you get old enough where you've played the game long enough that you've learned a lot of skills and you've done a lot of work but all of a sudden like like to get better it's just so much more work has to be put in or, or it, like it's so much harder to get just even a little bit better at that stage of your career or skill level you know what happens when Colin kind of starts plateauing a little bit um I, I mean that's that'll be kind of the next step ish for for Colin's career. Whether that you know comes within the next year or two, or you know maybe he wins a couple majors and then it happens. Who knows? Um, but but right now, I mean Colin's Colin's got it. Whatever it is, he's got it, man. He got it. He's got the stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it'll be fun to watch. No, I, I like his attitude and 
you know, he's just kind of, he's a nice guy, seems to have it all together. So it'll be fun to see how it evolves. Yeah. Speaking of evolves, are you ready for this weekend at the, uh, Yes, we're having our, our, we're having our first, last, and only major of the year. <laughs> yeah, big big tournament for us, for us amateurs here. Our our quote unquote major, the uh, Mark Zelich Classic tournament. The sixty uh, first rendition of this historic, legendary event started in nineteen sixty. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it. Uh, yeah, the table is set for a feast. Yeah, I mean, uh, this week has gone pretty well for me. Um, you know, getting out there and practicing every day and just trying to tidy things up, trying to get stuff tightened down. And, um, yeah, feeling feeling pretty good. Feeling. Uh, what are you feeling the most confident with and what do you, you know, want to use these last few days to practice just a little more? I mean, I think everything can use a little more practice. I mean, that's 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 just our viewers want it. To be a little, <laughs> want you to be a, a little more specific. <laughs> I mean, I'm the type of player where you every, could only everything one thing between now and TL. As, if, if I could only practice one thing between now and and Tiaf, uh, yeah. I get you're trying to give the politically correct answer. Well, I mean, I. I'm a, everything I'm a, needs a little more polish. I'm a bogey golfer. What am I supposed to say? I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> there's no. There's no part of my game that's that's. Great. If you were taken to a different planet and you could only bring <laughs> one fucking club, <laughs> obviously a seven iron. I mean, <laughs> like, how much you can bet I can break par with a seven iron here? Uh, you have been watching Tim Cup, haven't you? Right, a little bit. It's just, it's just on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um I, what I mean, are you the most confident with and what do you what club I, are you bringing would, to this other planet? I would say in in terms of what I'm most confident, I, I, I actually I'm pretty confident with like my short game, like around the green. Yeah. Um I, I like where that's at right now. Um I mean Putting, putting will always be something I need to improve. But in terms of like just around the green, like you know, whether it be bumping runs or chipping and, and stuff like that, or sand, you know, I, I feel like I'm at a good spot. I like where I'm at with those. Um, yeah, that part of my game, um, and then something that you know I I would love to work on or, or at least tighten down more. Um, you know, I think especially with with this course, I think it's just, I really it's, it's like my three wood. I just want to make sure I'm hitting that well because this is a tight course, and I'm not I'm not going to be breaking out the driver this week at this course. So, um, are you taking it to the course? Oh, it'll you, be in my bag. It'll, it'll be, be in my bag. bag. I mean, if if things go south, <laughs> you never know when it's just kind of you get into that fucking mode, but. Um, yeah. I, I don't plan on that happening, but it'll it'll be in the bay. But I don't I don't plan on it having to use that at all. Um, yeah, just with the way this course is set up and and how tight it is. Um, but I was hitting I was hitting my three wood great today at the range. Um, 
I struggled last weekend with it, using it. Um, so that was nice to kind of rebound a little bit with that. So, like I said, I feel pretty good overall with where kind of my game is at heading into this tournament. Um, you know, obviously got tomorrow and then Friday to just, you know, tighten things up as much as I can. And, and then first group out on Saturday. Going to be... I wanted you to start off the event, and you hit the inaugural <laughs> the inaugural. inaugural shot to, to start this grand old event. Oh, man. The nerves. It's an honor. It is an honor. Man. You are going to... So, yeah, you're, I'm definitely going to be, be the leader in the clubhouse. Or that, the, uh, that's what I was thinking. Like, depending on how I play with the, the other two guys or in my group, like, I, there could be, like, a five-minute stretch there where I'm the leader in the clubhouse. Yeah. Saturday morning or midday Saturday, whenever. No, I think you guys got a fun group. Jeff's awesome, and you know Alex now, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, should be fun. Should be good. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, looking forward to get up there and do you know if they have that uh that driving range finished yet i haven't heard they were still kind of working on that area when we were up there for our practice round i don't know if you had been there recently for another practice round that's it no how's your game feeling i know you're uh dealing with a little bit of lower body soreness right now a little bit of injury but uh trying to play through it a little bit How's the game? Yeah, no, it's it's been good. I mean, league last week I played bad and still shot one under. Um, well, that's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, it's my home course from the the white tee markers, that's like true. Yeah. one up from tips. So it's pretty, it's kind of automatic. Uh, I don't know. I just there's, I mean, you can get into trouble, but usually I do pretty well. I don't know. I just well, I was playing with a guy that I had to give him thirteen strokes. And he was like one over through six. Hmm. Uh, I mean, he, he finished seven, eight, nine with like double bogey, triple or something. But I was like, are you flipping kidding me? Right, like yeah. he was throwing balls right next to the flag. I'm like, how the hell are you a 13? And so I was a little, I don't know. And he, and then he thought he was hot shit. So he kind of, <laughs> I don't know. I was a little annoyed. I um, mean, I mean, that was kind of like, like the first ever tournament I played in Wega. Um, like, I mean, like the lowest, you know, tier or whatever, lowest um, flight. flight. And I birdie two of the first three holes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like some sign of, kind of sandbaker out here. <laughs> My partners are like, what the hell are you doing? Who is this guy? Uh, I mean, I proceeded to, you know regress down to my mean for the rest of the the round but like like even players like <laughs> yeah. me you know like bogey golfers you know 17 handicap you know we can look pretty darn good for for a couple holes there we can hit some pretty good shots um but yeah it's it's the other holes it's the rest of the round that uh that brings us to where our handicap actually is but, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I remember that pretty vividly. <laughs> uh huh. Like these guys are gonna think I'm just a jackass right now. Sandbagging mother sucker. <laughs> so yeah, I'm hoping to uh, birdie two of the first three holes uh, this weekend. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Why not? 
Why not? Why you not me? Can, you can do it. Why not me? Why not? Just got to stay the course. Just got to keep it in play. Some um, people say why. We say why not. Exactly. Exactly. Positive thoughts the entire time. Yeah. There's no, what if I hit this into the woods? There's none of that thought out there. This is, I'm going to hit this on the freaking green right now. Here we go. That's what it is. That's what it's all about. Yep. Got to play with confidence. Play to win. Yep. And above all, you know, just have fun. Oh, yeah. I'm all about having fun. It's not the end of the world. I just want to. Go out there, obviously, and make sure the tournament goes well and, you know, everybody's happy. And then, I mean, but I'm also there to try and win it. You're there to win after finishing second last year? The last two years. Two years. What, I mean, did you blow the lead the previous year, too, or? No. Okay. So, like, that one, last, last year you blew the lead. Yeah. I didn't know I didn't know anyone was close. I just kind of stumbled in. I was battling the putter on the back nine, and yeah, bogeyed. Sh- yeah, shot like five over on the back nine to lose by one or something. So yeah, yeah, it was not good. Just uh, mentally couldn't couldn't dial in the putter. Um, so yeah, that. Uh, thanks for reminding me. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Yeah, just want to. Uh, just gotta give you some extra motivation here. Don't be like Louis Ustazen. Be more like Colin Morikawa. Don't be Louis. Don't be, be Colin. Louis. Be Colin. Exactly. Go go out and win it. Well, go speaking... out and set some course records or something. I don't know. Do you? Do you? You do you. Speaking of doing me, should we? Picks, make some picks for the old uh, 3M over in Minnesota. Yeah, let's do it. And I don't even remember if we uh, we mentioned that you won the our open picks, but I just mentioned it now. So good job. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we had a modified format. We can. I'll just go rattle that off. But yeah, we had a modified format. I had Rom Shoffley, Matt Fitz, uh, Matthew Fitzgerald, and DJ Fitzpatrick. and Clay. It's Patrick. <laughs> I, I know on the sheet I just have Fitz. His name's giving me Fitz Fitzpatrick. Uh, yeah, I went with the the Englander, uh, the native to the British Open. Um, and then and then you had Tommy Fleetwood, Ricky Fowler, Brooks Kepka, and Rory. And so we went. The format was four, three, two, one. You have to take all four of your guys score in round one. Three of your best three in round two. Your best two in round three, and then your bet you one guy for round four. So I had. 677 to Clay's 686, taking home the title and totally redeeming myself. Yeah, big. After big open losing the last two weeks, Bobble wins the major to bring the major count to 2 2 as well. I was going to say, you won the Masters as, as well earlier this year, so. Yeah, but you were on a streak of two. Well, yeah, right. You won the o- PGA in the Open, and so I didn't want to lose 3-1. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, you bookended the majors. You're so. damn right I did. <laughs> so, yeah, congrats to Nick. For, Thanks. For Thanks, I deserved it. You sure did. So... That was fun, and now we are on to the... The 3M. The 3M, based out of Minnesota, 
Blaine, Minnesota at TPC Twin Cities. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I uh, we're going to go back to our normal format for the non-majors. So I pick a guy to win, pick a, a, a dark horse, and then also a trunk slammer guy. Uh, trivia question, do you know what 3M stands for? Three million. No. Eh. Oh. Eh. What does it stand for? Minnesota Mining and Manufacturing Company. Oh, so it is really founded in Two Harbors, Minnesota. Hmm. Interesting. Trivia so, fact right there. Yeah, write that one down. Your local bar playing a PGA Tour trivia Thursday nights. Good old Thursday night trivia. <laughs> um, well, it looks like you have the pick this week, so why don't you... Get it started with my uh, going. My, my big name, big name guy. This is quite big the as you, uh, big as you want. This is quite the as long uh, as, they're, as long as they're in the event, <laughs> that would be better right. for you. Right. Now this is a uh, is quite the quite the travel week for some of these guys coming from England in the Open and having to travel all the way back to Minnesota play next week so yeah it's quite I mean that's I mean it's not like you know it's not like they're traveling as as tough as as as, as normal people have to deal with yeah they're not sitting coach yeah we'll just say that yeah alright I'm gonna go with uh, DJ for my top pick here All right. Why don't you write that in there? I sure will. He uh, he did pretty well for you last week at the Open. He uh, he played this course last year for one round before pulling out due to a back injury. So it's time for him to redeem himself at this course. See what he can do in four rounds rather than just one. Four whole rounds. Four entire rounds. All right. I mean, he's just having one hell of a year. I'm going to go with uh, King Louis. Louis Oosthuizen? Louis Oosthuizen. All right. And um, a dark horse. Bringing it back with a dark horse. Um, well, I don't, I don't want to take Steve Stricker from you. Yeah, well, <laughs> you read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> I mean, he was doing pretty well, uh, T2 at the John Deere, so I'm going to go Ryan Moore. Okay, yeah. Yeah? Okay. He's had, right. had some good, had some good tournaments. Yeah, uh-huh. That's some good showings. You can put it together. You can do it. It's not the worst one you could have picked. No, absolutely not. All right, well, I mean, you already know who I'm picking. Got to go with Stricker. Steve Stricker. You know, he's gearing up for the, for the Ryder Cup in a couple, two months here now. It's getting close. He's trying to, you know, get those juices flowing. Got to figure out who's going to pick those captain's picks. 
got I got and you, and you said you had a uh, you already had your eye on a trunk slam. Oh, yeah, I already do. There's a beautiful pick somewhere. You know, it's not it's not really so much like his face or how he looks or his hair being like a mop or or anything like that. Um, it's it's really the fact that he's in his profile pic for the PGA Tour. He's wearing a polo with an MLB logo on it, and he lo- he just looks like an umpire, like he's he's just coming straight from the Minnesota Twins game to play in this this tournament. You know, Maybe sponsored by them. Maybe, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the umpire Adam Long. He's gonna be my trunk slammer. Okay. He's not gonna be out there for too long. That's for sure. God. Yeah, he looks like the assistant regional manager <laughs> to the assistant regional manager uh, there in, in Dunder, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you're gonna love this one, and oh, I you, you probably didn't get down to it, but. Uh, this guy has one hell of a pick. I think it's his Tinder profile pick. I'm pretty fucking sure. Brandon Stone is... Oh. He is looking... He's giving... Blue, <laughs> he's got he's, the blue steel look going on for sure. It, it is. It's the blue steel. It's exactly what it is. The stone... It's also just turned, the way his... This his picture is just cut weird too. Like it's cropped. He sat in the mirror and practiced <laughs> <laughs> that that stare. That he's looking oh, into man. somebody's soul. Like just, <laughs> with the way his picture is cropped, it's like he's just floating. For sure. Oh my gosh, that is a great pick. Well, <laughs> that is a great. Well, good find. Well done. That's solid. Way to go, dude. If, Way to go. I will you. not be upset if if you win the uh, <laughs> win the trunk slammer this week with that pick. Brandon, Brandon Stone. Blue, man. Brandon Blue Steel Stone. All right. Well, so those are our picks for the 3M, for the uh, the the big dog pick. Uh, Nick's got Louis Ustase, and I have Dustin Johnson. For the dark horse, Nick has Ryan Moore. I have Steve Stricker. And then for the trunk slammer, Nick's got Brandon Blue Steel Stone, and I've got Adam <laughs> Umpire Long. All right. Well, yeah. excited for the tournament here we'll we'll talk about how we did next week i'm expecting some good things i'm expecting uh to be talking to a champion here just saying yeah well i hope so too otherwise we're gonna unless otherwise we're gonna have to have our first guest (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll make it happen all right Thanks for listening, everyone. We will see you next week. Peace, love, and birdies. Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's
just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. Oh, I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Huh.